are listening to booze bullshit and true crime i'm wait i'm brie she's got stuff on her nose looks like boogers get it no i'm not touching it's, your boogers it's not boogers that's boogers it, it was butter that's boogers i was just eating a biscuit that's it was so butter so gross i got really into the biscuit i guess so it was good good biscuit so we're gonna talk about some gnarly shit butter on my nose is not gnarly shit Delicious. Looks like some gnarly boogers. (laughs) Ew. Thanks. I don't want to talk about my week because it sucked. Let's just get this case going. We are going to talk about plastic surgery crimes. I'm going to talk about shitty plastic surgery outfits. But Outfits? Or clinics okay outfits but yeah i was like a whole body a whole plastic surgery body sorry lots of them (laughs) i have my casual body and i have my sultry body and then i have my soldier body and i have my athlete's body and yep oh man okay well i have a little background do you have background nope okay okay i'll do my background oh okay and then you can do your case first because I've done mine first. For... Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. Let's get there. Let's do it. You sound right so now. excited to be here right now. Yes. <laughs> Super pumped. Okay, I believe you. All right. Plastic surgery is more popular than ever. According to the annual plastic surgery procedural statistics, there were 17.5 million surgical and minimally invasive cosmetic procedures performed in the U.S. in 2017, a 2% increase over 2016. And even with all those procedures happening, major complications for the most part are rather rare, which... I think when they say major, they mean something that's, like, life-threatening or, like, deforms you, so... Because there's complications all the time, right? Right. But still, that's good. I mean, that's a good thing, though. A review review done in 2018 covering 25,000 cases showed complications occurring in fewer than 1% of the procedures. So, yeah, that's, like, nothing. Like, crazy complications or just complications in general? I think... uh, It didn't specify... It did not specify. Okay. Speaking of compli- complications, I can't talk. It's the beginning of complications. <sighs> Let's review. Let's review some of the most common ones. Hem- <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> Shall we? Hematoma comes in at number one, which is essentially a pooling of blood under the skin. Isn't it a hematoma, like a deep bruise in a sense? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Have you had one? Yeah, I've had a hematoma. Do they hurt really bad? Mm, it's a deep bruise. <laughs> that sounds shitty. It is. Okay. Seroma uh, is what comes in next. It's basically a pool of body fluid that connects. God damn it. I don't know. Don't look at me. I can't fix you. Uh, I can't speak. Okay, so it's basically the same thing as a hematoma. It's just body fluid that pools underneath the skin. 
and usually they're like drained with a big fat needle, which is gross. Blood loss is a big thing that happens as well. This can happen on the operating table, but it can also happen internally after the procedure. So you're just like bleeding out into yourself. That's frightening. It's not good. Infection is a big cause of complications as well. So that could probably be like partially on the doctor or on how the patient takes care of themselves after. Yeah. Up to two and a half percent of breast aug or yeah augmentation patients suffer from some sort of infection after the fact, which that's kind of a lot. That's like two point five people per a hundred boob jobs. It's kind of a lot. Nerve damage is a big complication that can happen as well. A whopping fifteen percent of breast augmentation patients suffer permanent changes in nipple sensation. So either like they're ultra sensitive or like they can't feel them at all. Weird. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Just lose all the nerve connection. Yeah. There's something called deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary embolism. That's common after plastic surgery. So it's like a blood clot forms super deep in a vein and it can break loose and then travel into the lungs causing the pulmonary embolism. The complication is relatively rare, only affecting 0.09% of patients, but like when the clots do happen, they're usually fatal when they hit the lungs. So you die. Organ damage can happen during liposuction when the tool comes in contact with the organ. So, like, have you seen it on TV? Yeah, where they, like, Mm -hmm. go in and out, in and out with that thing. Yeah, they can hit vital organs and cause damage and even, like, puncture them and shit. Yeah. General scarring or botched appearance can happen, too. So imagine going through all that surgery to look better and end up, like, looking worse. Looking worse. Yeah. More scars. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Even with all the risks, though, stats show the rates of both minimally minimally invasive and surgical cosmetic procedures are on the rise. Out of the over 1.8 million cosmetic surgical procedures performed in 2018, here are the top five. Breast augmentation, obviously, is number one. 313,735 performed in 2018. And that's a 4% increase from 2017. Oh, Jesus. So a lot, like, people are getting more and more boob jobs steadily. And you have to get them redone, too. So I'm sure that adds to, like, the overall number of people are getting them redone. Liposuction was number two. 258,558 performed in 2018. And that was a 5% increase from 2017. Nose reshaping, it's also called rhinoplasty, 213,780 performed in 2018, but that was down 2%, which I thought was interesting. I like a super, like, prominent nose on somebody, personally. Defining feature. Anyway. (laughs) What you're born with is what you get. (laughs) Uh, number four was eyelid surgery, so I'm imagining, like, the lifting, mm-hmm. you know, that they can do. 206,000, and that's down 1%, so not as many people did that this past year, well, 2018. And then tum- tummy tuck was number f- 
five on the list. I am like struggling through this. I'm yeah, sorry, you guys. Were. I did, but did, did. Tummy Tuck was number five. 130,000 performed, and that was pretty much equal to 2017. Same amount of people did the the Tummy Tuck. And that's what I have for background. That was pretty good background. Not bad at all. I can't talk, so I'm going to have you do your case first, and I'll try and regain the control of my my talking things. Your words and you speaking. My speaking words, yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. So, we all pretty much know that, like, Florida is one of the biggest places for plastic surgery. Yep. So, with that being the, you know, top destination for plastic surgery it was kind of funny to me to read that there is a there is they're actually still operating a group of convicted felons most or all of them are like convicted of or not all of them but their convictions were bank fraud Grand theft and a real estate scheme, elaborate uh, Medicare schemes that Damn. siphon like millions from taxpayers. You have to be smart to do that, honestly. Yeah. So you could be, because of those felonies, you could be barred from operating a massage parlor and a pawn shop, but Why? you could keep running a, or you can run and own a surgical clinic. Wait, why can you not run a pawn shop? Because or? they're felonies. And their grand theft and fraud. So they think you're going to have connections with felons gonna, still and get... Well, you're... I don't know why the massage parlor, but... Yeah. It's fraud, so I don't know why. I have no idea why. Wow. Okay. That's weird. Yep. So, a bunch of felons were running some clinics down in South Beach, Florida. Okay. And they're actually becoming, like, the hot spot for patients across the country, like, seeking... Body alterations and <laughs> I just moved the microphone and he flinched like I was gonna hit him with it. Jeez. I didn't know what it was. It's the mic. There you go. And discount prices on all these surgeries too. Oh, naturally. Naturally, it's Florida. So all all these businesses are pretty much linked together, and I found a death toll which I'll go over in a little bit. But according to all the research, pretty much these businesses killed. Roughly 13 women. We and, might have done the same case. And this was... Oh, really? Keep talking. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> These were all due to complications after surgery. Some of them actually were... I think one of them might have died on the operating table. But uh, there's also like dozens and dozens of cases of other patients being hospitalized for like critical injuries. And one being... Uh, punctured internal organs. Actually, a couple of them, I'm pretty sure. There's like three that I read. Okay. There's, I mean, there's a laundry list, and this is going all the way back from 2009, I believe, forward. And the business's names were Seduction by Jordan, Jordan, uh, Strix, New That's Life, Strax, Strax rejuvenation. rejuvenation, New Life, and uh, Sec. Spectrum. <laughs> now can't you're talk. the one that can't talk. I know. So they're, all of them are owned by convicted felons. And one of them was actually managed by a woman who was granted permission to run the, the surgery clinic 
during the day while spending her nights on house arrest for felony charges. Ah. Uh, Was she trained in any way? No, she was a medical assistant. She was just running the clinic, managing the clinic. Okay, so she wasn't operating on people. No, she wasn't operating on people or anything. Yeah, so there's uh, eight death tolls related to uh, Strax Rejuvenation. Yeah, that's a weird name, but Strax. Strax Rejuvenation. Yeah. And then one death related to uh, Spectrum. And there, like I said, there's 13, but I couldn't relate those to any of the facilities, if that makes sense. No. So between Seduction, New Life, uh, Strax, and Spectrum, there's 13 deaths, but the only ones that I could count for oh. were eight, eight or nine, eight related to Strax and one related to Spectrum. Yeah, got it. So I couldn't, re- there, I couldn't relate the other ones to any other facilities, mm-hmm. but... And all those businesses, those were death toll. Yeah. So talking about a couple of the cases, I'm going to go over one per. Uh, Seduction, a 31-year-old woman went into kidney failure and nearly bled to death as uh, she... She pretty (laughs) much bled out in the back room for six hours and her mother found her. The hospital uh, records... And state complaint shows that she was, you know, she, she nearly bled to death in the Aww, back room. Oh, Jesus, it's scary. And that was from just, like, opening, like, lacerations opening, like, wounds opening up. Yeah. Uh, one woman died after the doctor of uh, New Life plastic surgery and Strax rejuvenation injected fat into her muscles in a popular procedure known as the Brazilian butt lift, medical experts who reviewed autopi- autopsies, autopsies. autopsies <laughs> said the fat was injected too deep and collected in her lungs, killing her. Damn. Crazy. That is crazy. And one woman uh, who left Spectrum with, like, it was just an abandoned surgical sponge sewed into her abdomen abdomen i've heard about that happening and it's literally my worst nightmare ever said that she would have canceled her tummy tuck if she had known the operators had been convicted of defrauding medicare for one million dollars damn yes and those are my short stories damn yeah so, we didn't do the same case, but it's basically the same, if that makes sense. Oh, you just went over a bunch of different ones? It's the same kind of thing, but it's all one guy. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, this story starts at a plastic surgery office in Florida, near Miami. It is tucked behind a barber shop in a strip mall, so it's like kind of inconspicuous. Patients fly in from all over the country for discount plastic surgery deals, sometimes at half the normal price. Um, And it said, like, taxis and Ubers and shit would just drop people off, and they'd literally, like, load them up into the Ubers and send them back home right after plastic surgery. In the land of plastic surgery, you always get what you pay for. Inside, the office looked like any other surgical office. Modern furniture, polished white floors, the whole nine yards. But unfortunately, this office is a factory instead of a surgery center. 
like literally a plastic surgery factory. The clinic is filled with doctors that don't have specialized training. In most states, all you need to perform plastic surgery is a regular MD, which I say all, but that's hard to get. But, like, if you just get an MD, like a normal doctor, mm-hmm. you can legally perform plastic surgery in a state. Going through plastic surgery certifications is optional, so they have a board where you can take, you know... Certain uh, classes yeah. for rhinoplasty breast augmentation, like stuff like that. Yeah, you can specialize in certain surgeries and they teach you how to do it and you get certified and you keep it up. Yeah. But you don't have to, and none of these people did. This clinic is also, like, flooding their surgeons. Many of them were performing up to eight surgeries a day. A number of professional state is dangerous, like twice the amount they should be performing. If they perform... This many procedures in a day, it can lead to, you know, fatigue and more importantly, mistakes because they get Mm -hmm. tired. Yeah. Eats a lot. That's a lot. Plastic surgery is meant to make you look and feel better. The expectation is never death. But over the past six years, this Miami clinic and clinics overseen by the same doctor have seen eight fatalities. Nearly a dozen patients were left in critical condition after their complications happened included in this dozen were three people with punctured organs so like how you were talking about they just had major organs punched Mm -hmm. a hole yeah and they didn't notice and sent them home and those caused obviously patients to go to the hospital and have to have more surgery many of the complications and fatalities were not due to unavoidable accidents. They were due to mistakes and decisions that jeopardized the patient's safety, so it was the clinic's fault. Four of the fatalities were due to doctors accidentally injecting body fat into the muscle of the patients, which tore major veins, and it was a simple mistake that should have never happened if it was performed by a trained professional in plastic surgery. So, so like when you inject fat into the muscle it expands the muscles so then they're saying that it like it popped major vessels yeah and they pretty much had internal bleeding and blood out yeah i think they probably just injected it into the muscle and too close to a major vein and oh. it damaged it gotcha. i'm assuming these cases all happened during brazilian butt lift surgeries which are like super popular yeah it was like the most popular thing yeah besides boob jobs The mistakes caused the injected fat to pool in the patient's heart and lungs, which killed them pretty quickly. There was the case of a 33-year-old woman who had cosmetic surgery at one of these clinics. It was like a chain. She was hospitalized after her surgery because her liver had been lacerated during a procedure, causing her to bleed internally for days without her knowing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's bad. bad. That's bad. It's not good. Not doing good. Not doing good. Mm-mm. A 51-year-old Georgia native was forced to have emergency surgery after her procedure because her small intestine had been perforated three times. So that's really oh bad. Oh, my God. So your waist is, like, spilling out into you? Yeah. Not good? You got septic that way, can't you? Yep. Pretty quickly, I believe. Yeah. While these clinics continued to receive bad press, the names of the clinics had been changed three times since 2016, but one name always remained the same. 
Dr. Ismael Labrador, which Labradors are like cute and so docile and nice, but this guy's a fucking dick. He is. This guy's practice had previously been suspended due to him allowing unlicensed workers to perform procedures to people like that weren't even MDs. Mm-hmm. He returned to the game, building a business and a national image for his facilities. <clears throat> He's pretty much a master of social media, and he has campaigns targeting women, telling them that you know anyone can afford the body of their dreams, and they mm-hmm. s- sell surgeries at discount prices and get these cute young women to basically, you know, market for them. And it's just, it's a trap. It's a trap. The doctor's facilities became wildly profitable and the way he achieved it is downright maniacal. He was hiring unlicensed people and paying them commission per procedure, like a fucking used car lot. So the more procedures that the doctor did, the more money the doctor got. Wow. That is so unsafe. That is so unsafe. That is so bad. One clinic was known as Vanity Cosmetic Surgery during 2014. Another clinic was named Hilaya Clinic until it changed its name to Encore Plastic Surgery in 2015. By 2016, both facilities had changed their names to Yves Plastic Surgery. Now, these facilities operate under the name Jolie Plastic Surgery. So, like, with all the name changes, it's next to impossible for people to do any research on the doctors that they're thinking about seeing and search for reviews on them. At least two doctors working at these facilities have been charged with malpractice, and they've been cited upwards of 24 times for failing to keep proper medical records, like the... the What surgeries they've done... Where they've worked and stuff like that, probably. Yeah, like the chain as a whole. They just don't yeah. keep uh, yeah, yeah. proper medical records about what they do and shit on people. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird. 29-year-old Heather Meadows died after a procedure performed at one of the clinics. Her autopsy showed she died of a fat embolism, which, you know, is the fat. Uh, Dr. James Mickadoo, literally is his name, Mickadoo. Accidentally injected fat into one of her major veins. McAdoo denied any wrongdoing, but the investigation uncovered he never did a medical examination on Meadows, and the two-hour procedure only took 55 minutes. Oh, Jesus. So he was like, jab, 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 jab. Yeah. Fucked up. Really bad. 51-year-old Maribel Hernandez suffered the same fate. She had actually tried to back out of the procedure a few weeks beforehand, but the office wouldn't refund her $3,000 deposit, so she went through with it and died. Yeah. Poor thing. Terrible. 25-year-old Renika Hall is the youngest fatality of the clinic, also passing away. Her heart rate plummeted after her Brazilian butt lift surgery. She's, I'm 25. Yeah. I'm too much of a pussy to get surgery to alter my body, though. Still, that's... It's crazy. She's super young. Yeah. She just wanted a cute butt. That's it. 32-year-old Maria Christian went into cardiac arrest on the operating table at Vanity Cosmetic Surgery. So this one was crazy. During the fatality, like... As everything was happening, 911 was called, 
but emergency services were blocked by Vanity Cosmetic Surgery employees from using the front entrance when they arrived. Instead, they were forced to use the less visible rear entrance, and five crucial minutes passed before the paramedics gained access to the patient, and it was too late for, you know, the, for her to be revived. Because they didn't want bad press. Yeah. That like blew my mind when I read that. I was like, wow, they had literally somebody dead or dying in their office, and they were like, nope, can't come this way. That's awful. 40-year-old Kizzy London suffered cardiac arrest at the Vanity Clinic and died as well in 2017. Two deaths that happened at the facility were not even recorded by them after they happened. And these women's names were Elizabeth Morales and Jasmine Smith, so they just acted like it didn't happen in their records. 43-year-old Tola Warren Sinclair traveled to Miami from New York to have a procedure performed at the clinic. Shortly after her procedure, she called the emergency number that she was given because she was experiencing like really bad pain. The office had her come in, and she was checked out and sent back home. She was found dead in her bed four hours later. Her autopsy showed the cause of death to be a lethal combination of drugs prescribed for her for her surgery. Oh, my God. So they prescribed her a lethal cocktail of drugs. Drugs, yeah. Yeah. With he coming down on Labrador, the doctor that owns all these chains, he stated publicly that doctors are responsible for patient care and not the clinic owners. The state health department has not stepped in to impose an emergency suspension on the facility, despite it posing a literal public you know, health threat to all these women because it's so cheap, mm-hmm. them flying down. Yeah. Instead, state officials say they discipline the doctors who work in the facility and not the person who owns and pays commission to all of his surgeons exactly. that are not certified in plastic surgery. Oh my God, that's horrible. Yeah, so this guy just make lo- like loads of money and all these women suffer or die, which is horrible. I just can't. And they're marketing to a certain group of person too it's young just, women yeah on instagram exactly. like instagram was their big thing and they're a business mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty fucked up it really is well follow us on facebook and instagram booze bullshit and true crime what you hear in the background is my father who is very inconsiderate and did not even realize we were recording was he on the phone? I have no idea. Okay, I'm distracted. We also have a Gmail. Send us stuff. Send us your own story. Send us something that's going to make me smile. I've had a really hard week. Talk to us. Yeah, talk to us. Say something. Our Gmail is boozebsandtruecrime at gmail.com. Boozebsandtruecrime at gmail.com. Well, it was a quick one this week, guys. Um... I think that's all I really got. Good talking to you. Good talk. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Later.